Welcome back, everyone, to the Game Chat Podcast. Saturday, April 15th, 11.30 a.m. Uh, Mountain Time. Recording it, the, the NBA, the first game of the first round of the NBA playoff just tipped off. No better guy to have on than our NBA guy, Shane Barringer. Shane, welcome to the pod again. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. Good morning to you, sir. Yeah, a little bit. De- I don't know if we've ever done a pod before like nine o'clock p.m. So this <laughs> yeah. is weird having a having a pod uh, in the morning with you. But yeah. uh, basketball, baby, let's go. Seriously, um, the let's let's see. It's seventeen to sixteen right now. Uh, Sixers are winning. I've got it on the TV next to me. But uh, we're gonna get into every series. We're gonna talk uh, kind of keys to each team to win. We'll give our predictions uh, for each series. We'll talk. I kind of want to give our MVP picks. I want to give all that. We'll do that at the end. And uh, yeah, we're just going to talk some hoops. Um, we, we were just talking before Shane and I, uh, obviously in, in two different cities right now, but next weekend we'll get to watch some ba- basketball together. So who knows? I might have to bring my mic or something and we can record a pod. A uh, live, a live yeah, pod. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. It, it, it's been a while since we've done one in person. So that'd be fun. Yeah uh all right so we were talking before uh there are there's eight first round matchups and we like four of them correct correct so let's go over the the series that we like the most uh and then we can get to the battle i think there's i i really think this next sixers one is a fringe Mm. i think it could be good yeah um it's not it's not like i think there's four that are good then there's that one, and then there's three that are bad. That's fair. Yeah, that's I think it's a fair take. The only thing I'd say about that series is like, if it's close, that's bad news for the Sixers. Oh, for sure, for like, sure. Because everyone's been talking about them as like top three team in the East. Like those are the top three. They differentiate themselves from the other teams. And if they can barely get past the, the Nets, they're going to get like lumped in five games against the Celtics in the second round. Yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Let's we'll get into uh, it. Let's start with. Pick Let's your look. pick your favorite. Pick your favorite series. We'll do. We'll, this isn't my favorite series. We'll do the media's favorite series. Um, the the media will crawl over the Grizzlies Lakers series. Um, that is probably the most has the most storylines going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the whole Shannon Sharp thing at the beginning of the season. Um, just at, it's it's amazing because this series is going to be a battle of young versus old. And because the Lakers play slow, they play methodically, they play skilled basketball, and the Grizzlies don't. They play fast and they want to run. They want to get out in transition and do all these things. Um, that's why I'm mainly excited to watch this series because it's two contrasting styles of basketball. Um, and it'll be really, really, really fun to watch because Ja and LeBron and all those guys are just so dynamic and just able to put on a show. What do you, what do you think about, about that series? Yeah. I mean, you're right. It's, it's definitely two different styles um, of basketball. I'm interested to see, I mean, the Lakers have been the best team in the NBA or uh, one of the best, one of the best five teams for sure in the NBA since the all-star break or since the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot, I mean, it's a, it's kind of now it's a trendy pick to take the Lakers to say the Lakers can make a run. I don't know. That's kind of what I've been hearing is everyone's like, it's not impossible that the make Lakers make a run or you're not crazy if you pick the Lakers to make a run to the finals, but yeah. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still pretty hesitant to believe in them. 
Totally. I'm still, I'm technically skeptical as well. I think the Grizzlies will win the series. Um, I would be more equipped to pick them if they had Brandon Clark or Steven Adams healthy, because that having um, Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, be this primary defender on AD um, isn't exactly what you want. Obviously he's a great defender, but if you get him in foul trouble, then you don't have any backup bigs to get to after that. Right. So like if you're, if you get Jaron Jackson Jr., who's notorious for getting in foul trouble, in foul trouble, um, you have Xavier Tillman coming off the bench. And I don't know if he's going to be an awesome threat on defense against AD because AD has been playing out of his mind. Um, Kenny Lofton Jr. too. True. A rookie. <laughs> really, really no, no. Here. I agree with you. And that's that's what I was going to say. I think the biggest key to this series is Jaron Jackson Jr. Mm-hmm. And he is going to get probably unfairly judged based on this series, but there are, are, I mean, he's going to be, it's probably between him and Mobley for defensive player of the year. Yep. He is one of these like young guys that is underrated. I would say by the general public. Like if you ask someone who is like a fringe NBA fan, do Mm -hmm. you know who triple J is? They might be like, yeah, I kind of know who that is. But then there's a lot of like hardcore NBA fans that love triple J. Yep. And I think this is going to be a big series like, okay, is he is he just a young guy that we wanted to have some promise and he's just not he's not there yet or he won't be there or can he really play with AD and with LeBron? Um, yeah, I, I'm going to mention this, too, for the for the Sixers series, but I'm also very interested to see how these games are officiated. I think that's one of the biggest things about playoff basketball that interests yeah. me. Um, I was looking this up before we started, but the the Lakers have the most free throw attempts per game in the NBA. Exactly. Generally, that stat goes away in the playoffs. Totally. And because it was brought up um, a couple of weeks ago and the disparity from first place to second place for three free throws was like over 150 right. between the Lakers and the second place team. So I think the, the uh, referees will take that into consideration. But, but I, I totally agree yeah. with your point. Like, um, the playoffs are definitely officiated differently. I, I think if you were watching the play-in games, like I know you were, you can kind of tell there was a different level of physicality, especially in the uh, the Raptors' first game, the mm-hmm. 9-10 Raptors-Bulls game. There was a lot of a lot of chippy play going on, and that was really fun to watch. Um, Dude, even in this first quarter of this uh, Sixers-Nets game, yeah. like, and I, you know, I've – watched him beat a couple times throughout the year and he's not getting the calls that he's been getting yeah. in the regular season and yeah. same with Harden like they don't get as many or so yeah I think I think too for the Lakers like I, I put health down as a key for them totally I I, I don't think, know man I think LeBron's foot is something that we have to keep monitoring because he had plantar fasciitis which is an injury that takes four months to recover from from a normal human being and uh He's taken a month and a half, two months, and he's going to be playing 38, 40 minutes a night just because the thing for the Lakers is if D'Angelo Russell isn't playing and playing super well, um, they're going to have to rely on Anthony Davis and LeBron to play like 40 minutes a night because a lot of people are talking about how well-constructed their roster is, and I give Rob Blinka credit. Like, he built an incredible roster for what they had dealt. Yeah, yeah, it turned nothing into something for sure. Exactly, but like, unless Malik Beasley's banging threes and... LeBron is playing super well or Austin about my guy, Austin Reeves. Yeah. Yeah, Austin Reeves has like 20 or something. Like it's going to be a little bit difficult for them to get, um, 
stuff going. I think in the later games, like I think um, early in the series, it, the Lakers look, might look a little more fresh, but as the back, like you get a back-to-back or as you get traveling from Memphis to LA a couple of times, like it's just going to take a little bit of a toll um, on the Lakers. One thing I would ask, who do you think you are? You already shared that Jaron Jackson is likely your X factor on the Grizzlies. Who do you think is the X factor for the Lakers? I mean, I, I think it's whoever their third scorer is. So Austin Reeves probably. Yeah. Like Reeves or Russell, as you mentioned. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I just think. I, I really think it all, you know, it all stems on the triple J and AD matchup. Like if, if AD struggles a little bit and they have to rely on LeBron and Reeves or Russell to score, sure. That that I think is going to be a huge impact cuz and that's the I mean that's when you watch LeBron play now like he's going to get 20 just because he's a force, but he mm-hmm. really doesn't like t- like he would rather pass and if they're like that shot that Schroeder hit in in the play in game like was, was ginormous and if Dude. they can knock down shots like that then yeah. then that team is so dangerous because yeah. that's LeBron would so much rather just play like that. Yeah, of course. And so that that kind of is my key is like how well are the Lakers going to shoot it from three? Because otherwise then it's just a LeBron and AD like let's see if we can will this team to victory. And yeah, they probably will a couple games, but if they're shooting it well, that team is dangerous for sure. Yeah. I have a couple quick hitters that I want to just rattle off about this series real quick. Um for the X factor for actually I'll let me get to that second. So first on the, when we were talking about the Lakers and kind of their defense, I don't know if they have anyone on their team that can guard jaw. I know no one really does mm. um, in the league, except for like drew holiday, maybe, but that's an issue for the yeah. Lakers. Um, jaw Moran is like so good. And if, if, if jaw can hit some threes early in the series, like they'll have to start respecting that. And then it'll just free up the lane. Um, another another thing that's that's good for the Grizzlies is they got Luke Kennard at the trade deadline, and I think that can't be overlooked. Like he's a flamethrower. Like, yeah, yeah. Having Desmond Bain and Luke Kennard on the same team, like at the same time, maybe they don't play on the on the floor at the same time, but just having two or three forty percent three point shooters to help space the floor, along with a center in Jaron Jackson Jr. who can hit threes and knock down threes. If the I could see the Grizzlies like having a, a couple games get out of hand for the Lakers. Like if they're on a hot shooting night and it opens up the lane for jaw to just have some incredible, just hammer throwing dunks. Um, I could see, I could see them winning like, yeah. handily. so I like that. if I, if I were to bet, um, I'd probably say uh, not bucks Grizzlies and six. Um, I don't like to like, we'll, we'll get into this one. When I talk about, uh the the warriors series but i think that there is something to say about the regular season i know a lot of people in nba media talk about how the playoffs are completely different you can just kind of throw it away nowadays but i, I truly do think that you are who what your record is i know the the lakers the last you know since the all-star breakers since the trade deadline have been really good but they still make dumb mistakes sometimes like when uh I don't know about a specific example, but you kind of get what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, brain farts and a lot of just mishaps, like missed defensive assignments. Like if they botch a switch on a screen or like there's going to be a lot of movement and they have to, I hope that the Lakers don't have to play a lot of catch up in this series because they've been playing catch up all year, like playing down from behind. 
And if they do that, the Grizzlies are just going to put them away. All right, I like it. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep track of our our predictions. Yeah, I like uh, that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Grizzlies in seven. Fair. Um, I think. Yeah, I think. I think. I don't know. I'm not confident enough in the Lakers to pick them, and I just don't like the Lakers very much. So yeah, I'll I'll stick with the Grizzlies. Um, but those are great points. I think. Josh just had such a weird season. It's. Yeah, it's just been it's just been, been very weird. He has been playing very well though. The, he has. Yeah. The last couple of weeks, like the entire Grizzlies team has been playing really well too. So, all right, my favorite series. Let's do it. The one that I think. Yeah, I think this is this is my favorite series for sure. I hope this one gets the most attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kings Warriors, Kings Warriors, the three seeded Kings, uh, and they're they had the longest playoff drought in sports for a grand total of like six 11 months. months or yeah, something like that. Not, yeah. Well, I mean, it was October. October yeah, that's right. October. Uh, so six months. Yeah. 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 Um. After, I mean, it was us and uh, it was the Mariners and the Kings for a while, and then. Okay. Mariners broke ours and the Kings broke theirs in the same uh, same year. So, uh, and now they face the defending champion, the Warriors. Dude, this series is going to be so good. I'm so excited for it. I'm so excited to see what happens in this series because you have the defending champion Warriors. Yep. Who, you know, are the the big bad Warriors? It's it's Steph Curry and Steve Kerr and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. It's the crew. Yeah. And but they're just they're they're a lot different this year than they were last year. Yeah, and I think the main part of that is Andrew Wiggins. Just a weird. He was so good down the stretch last year in the playoffs last year. He was their best defender, mm-hmm. best wing defender. I mean, yeah, he's he's going to be a huge X factor. They got Gary Payton back, which was. I was really surprised when they let him go in the first place in the offseason, and then they bring him back. And then you have the Kings, who are the flame – I mean, we talk about flamethrowers. This this team lights up the scoreboard. Yep. They're very young. Yep. I I don't know. Take it away. What what, what do you think? I think this is an incredible series. Like, Mike Brown – the coach of the Kings was a, a coach on the gold state warriors for like seven to, t- to five, seven years. Yeah. Like after he left Cleveland, he went to the golden state warriors. Um, he was so like Kerr's right-hand man. Exactly. For a long time. And yeah. so that's a storyline, the golden state Warriors, golden state, AKA San Francisco and Sacramento are across a bridge from each yep. other. So it's like a battle of the Bay, which is super cool. Um, the, the thing that I want to talk about, you you touched on it a little bit, is Andrew Wiggins. Um, he didn't play the last 37 games of the season because he was dealing with a family illness or or, or sickness in the family. Um, apparently, he's been training. Apparently, he's been, you know, staying yeah. in shape. But I've watched a lot of basketball, and even if the dude has been healthy the whole time and he hasn't gotten game reps, it takes a few games to get into rhythm again. No matter how good you are, totally. unless you're Kevin Durant. Like Kevin Durant is like the only player I've ever seen that could be out with an Achilles and then come back and just drop 35. Right. Um, but Andrew Wiggins is like an X factor, especially in this series, because he's going to be guarding a lot of pesky guards because they don't really have a lot of forwards. They The, the Kings are like a guard heavy team with De'Aaron Fox. Um, I guess Sabonis is, is like a center. But, but he won't guard Sabonis. Right. He won't guard Sabonis. But like, 
I think that the Kings have a legit shot at winning this. Um, I think that a lot of people are writing them off just because of just who the Warriors are. Um, but I, I could see a scenario in which um, Draymond, like, kind of gets run, you know, not necessarily out of the building, but, I, like, I have a hard time just thinking that he's going to be at peak powers st again. Um, just because... Yeah. His his offensive game is just each year it's just gone down, and I'm not, I'm not saying that he's the the starter of their offense. Or obviously, they have Steph Curry and Clay Thompson to knock down shots, but I, I'm just a little intrigued by that um, thing for Draymond. But another tidbit that I'll add for the Kings, um, they have a little a little demon on their bench named Davion Mitchell, who they haven't been playing a lot um, this year because they've been playing a lot of Keegan Murray. So like their starting five has been a lot of. Fox, Keegan Murray, Harrison Barnes, uh, Sabonis, and Herder. That's usually their five. Um, I think they swap Keegan Murray for Davion Mitchell a lot in this series. So they just put Davion on Clay and Steph and just that's his assignment. Just make their Steph's life a living hell. Like don't let him get any shots up. Like chase him around every pick and roll, every pin down, every screen he gets, like just chase his ass. Um so that's, I guess, what I anticipate their game plan is going to be. We'll see a little more Davion Mitchell, a little more defense, because that was one of the Kings' um, downfalls, right, this year. They were one of the best offenses in the league. Like, I think they were top three all year, but they were, like... I think they bottom. might be... I think they might be one. Yeah, maybe number one. It's them or... Uh, I'm not sure who the other one is. I think... I'll check it. I'll check it. Yeah. Keep talking. Yeah, like, they were top three, bottom five in defense, right? So they, I, I think that in the playoffs, if you let Davion Mitchell cook on defense and you have Sabonis step up, you have De'Aaron Fox step up a little bit, I, I think they can at least make themselves a mediocre defense. Um, and obviously you don't want to be able to be saying that against the Warriors because they're such a potent offense and they shot the second best three-point percentage in the league this year because of, you know, they have Steph Curry and Clay's playing very well. Um I just think that there's a lot of potential in this series. Like it's going to go back and forth. I think that we can't underestimate the value in home court for the Kings because for two reasons, one, they haven't had a playoff game in forever. The place is going to be electric. Yep. And two, the Warriors sucked on the road this year. Like yes, they, they were do. one of the worst road teams in the entire league. And that's not nothing, right? Like if, if you're on the road and you lose like, 70% of your games and then in the playoffs you have to win on the road to win the series um that's a factor so this is interesting um they're they're both these teams are it's one and two in scoring in the league uh wow. kings are one warriors are two they are the last and second to last defensive teams among playoff teams <laughs> no way dude so Epic. this is i mean yeah we're talking this should be like 130 to 130 games dude if, if you don't like current modern nba basketball you're not gonna like this series. yeah for real oh my god Quick um shout quick shout out to my buddy sam i went over to his grandpa grandpa's house grandpa russ helps him move some furniture and we were talking about the nba and he was like yeah i'm not really watching the nba it's too many, too many three pointers. Not enough fouls. My <laughs> day, would get hammered. It was the classic old guy take, and I, I loved it. So I don't think he'd like this series very much. No, 
but big shout out to Russ. He's, he's big shout man. out to Russ. Someone send this to him. Someone send that clip to him. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, and then the last thing I'll say on the the Kings is I feel like even if they lose this series, I think this could be like they're. I think they're still a year or two away from like peak. Sure. Kings. And yeah, I'm excited about them. I'm, dude. This was tough. I was bummed to see these two matched up in the first round because I wanted both of them to advance. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Warriors in seven. See, the thing is, is game seven's at home for the Kings. Like I, they would have to, Warriors have to win that. Fine, game. Fine, Warriors in six. Warriors in six. Yeah. See, that's what I was thinking too. Like. I think this first game is going to be very crucial, you know, like we'll be able to see kind of what, like, that's the thing about, about this podcast that sucks. Like we're going to have a much better just feel for the series after the first game is over, but, (laughs) but that's the point. People don't want to hear People don't want to hear what, yeah. They want to hear us be wrong. They want to hear the organic takes. Yeah. Organic takes. Um, Dude. De'Aaron Fox, one of the best clutch players in the league this year. Uh, really set that up on defense. Sabonis super good. Jokic, Jokic mini junior. Oh, I want to pick the Kings so bad, dude. Do it, do it. I'm not Warriors and six. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I can't. Steph Curry is too good. I can't. Oh man. Um, I dude, love that. I think I think they. Let me check. Our the schedule here i want to see when they're um when they're next get like will we get to watch a game yeah Uh, game three or game four sunday sunday game four sunday game four we'll be able to watch at golden state right yeah yeah Yeah. sunday at 130 we'll have to watch that for sure that'll be sick oh man i can't wait for those two that's gonna be yeah, it probably is going to be more fun than the Lakers series just because of the offense. Just it's just going to be pure shooting and just pure offense. Yeah. All right. Good. Let's stay in the West and let's go yep. to our next one. Uh, I mean, arguably, arguably, you can you definitely make an argument that this is the best series. Uh, Suns Clippers. Yep. It would be I think we, we were talking before. I think you said this. It, 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 it'd be more entertaining if Paul George needs to play. I'm interested to see, like, I think the biggest key in this game to me is, like, will Kawhi return to being this elite playoff performer that he's been in the past? Yeah. I think he's been, like, I think he's been there this year. The, the last, like, month of the season, man, he looks like yeah. a bad man. Like a bad, bad man. We he, forget about Kawhi. Dude, he, at the beginning of the year, he was taking his time, like, he literally looked like he was playing 75% speed and he was still getting 25 and five, you know, but mm-hmm. now he's like cutting hard and like being explosive. I saw him catch a lob the other day. Like it's, he's turning it up at the right time. He's obviously the king of load management. So he knows how to, you know, feel his body out and when he should push, when he shouldn't push. The The one thing about the Clippers They've been together for like all year. And Ty Lue has been their coach for a long time. They know their roster. Um, they got Bones Highland in the uh, trade deadline. I'm not going to say he's going to be an X factor, but he is important to that team because like he brings bench scoring like Malik Monk would 
in the King series, right? Like you need some flamethrowers off your bench to beat good teams in the, in the playoffs. Um, now, the one thing that is difficult is matchups, right? You don't want Kawhi on Kevin Durant, right? Like vice versa, you don't want Kevin Durant on Kawhi. You have to figure out who's going to guard who because if you just have Kevin Durant and Kawhi guarding each other the whole time, like it'll just be a bloodbath and they'll get tired and then the right. series won't be as fun to watch. Um, like for the Suns, I think this is going to be a really good test for them because obviously the Clippers have a really good offense and so do the Suns, but the Clippers also have a pretty good defense. Like Kawhi is really good. Um, Trey Mann is really solid on defense. Um, I think Zubats is really coming alive. Um this year but i think it all kind of goes on the suns like how how is chris paul gonna look obviously he's in game manager mode right now right um how is kevin durant gonna look obviously he's looked great they haven't really lost any games with him yet um it's the biggest question mark is the role players on on uh, phoenix like yeah is yeah gonna go over eight or is he going to hit a couple threes and play really good defense? Like, is campaign going to come in and turn the ball over four times? Or is he going to be really good on those second uh, second unit minutes? You know, it's going to be it's going to be a really really fun series. Um, my question for you is, what role do you think Westbrook plays in this series? Yeah, he's an interesting one. I mean, he's got to step up, especially if there's no Paul George, like. That's that's that I think is the reason. I mean, my pick is gonna be Suns and five. Whoa! I know. I I don't. I just don't. I I I love Kawhi, and I think yeah. this might be. I think we might look at this series and be like, "Wow, Kawhi is good," but the yeah. Suns are just so much deeper, like scoring wise. I think with with KD and Booker, top end. So yeah. that's yeah. That I think is what I'm. I don't know. That's where I'm at. So you're right. I hear you. You're right. I hear you. You're you're definitely right on the top end talent there. The Clippers are deeper though. They are. They are. Like Bones Highland, Trey Man, Westbrook. Like Westbrook's a good player. Like I, you know, he's not a number one. On he's never been a number one. He's never been a number two. I think on this, like being like a second or third fiddle on that team is good for him because they need some of his like, you know not work ethic, but like ferocity, you know, yeah. Support. Like that's something the Clippers have been lacking in, in recent years. But I think Kawhi is, I think this is going to be a year Kawhi shows us something. Now I'm not going to pick the Clippers because of Paul George. Um, now if Paul George was playing, I probably would pick him. Like no offense to Kevin Durant, no offense to Devin Booker. Like, yeah. And I know I hate that either for sure. But I think you have to give credit when credit's due. Like Kevin Durant, I think he's lost like only like six or seven games this year when he's played. There was a stat going around that in the NBA that was, it was like 40, I think uh, Kevin Durant's played 47 games and he's like 42 and seven when he's played like his teams this year, like the Nets and the Suns. Um, Dang. And that's a pretty damn good stat. To yeah. Have. That's, that's right. not bad. It's not bad. Right. So I, I think, yeah, he, Kevin Durant's just going to make uh, the little things easier for, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant or uh, Chris Paul, like he's going to hit the open shot or he's going to make the extra pass or he's going to not mess up a switch on a screen. He's going to just do all the right things. He's going to help eight and two. Um, just having that extra seven footer on your team is, is going to be really crucial. 
I'm just curious to see how easily the Suns get over the Clippers, right? Because I think we both expect them to win. It's just a matter of how many games it takes um, and how good they look, right? Because if the Clippers, you know, take them to six or seven games and they're playing them hard every night, then that isn't the best look against like the Nuggets for the next yeah. round, the Suns, right? So that's going to be a really fun one to watch. But I think just the offensive firepower in, of the Suns is, is going to be a little bit too much to handle, especially because the Clippers offense sometimes gets stagnant. And yeah, um, yeah we'll see how it goes. But I think uh, I think Suns and six is, is my pick. You All say right. Suns and five? Yeah, I'm going to go Suns and five. Yeah. Uh, let's just round out the West really quick. Okay. Yep. Um, Nuggets, Timberwolves, Timberwolves beat are me and you. I, mean, I know it's my beloved Thunder. Yeah. Uh, and I know we were texting a little bit about that. Yeah, I was bummed. I wanted the Thunder. I just like them playing basketball. But anyways, Timberwolves, Nuggets. Um, I mean, Gobert looked good in his return. I didn't really watch yeah. the game. His box score looked good, but totally. Um, I I, I have Nuggets in four here. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I'm not even gonna mess around. Maybe maybe five. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's a good matchup, I guess, for the yeah. Timberwolves because you have two big guys. I mean, one of them's not one that you can throw at Jokic because yeah. if Cat's guarding Jokic, he's gonna it's gonna be like a little kid. Totally. Playing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just yeah, I don't think this Timberwolves team is good. So no. Uh, but what you're saying though about um the matchup, I think it's a good matchup. I would yeah. I would have been sad if. I, so personally, I would have been sad if the Thunder played the the uh, Nuggets just because I'm a huge Nuggets fan. I want the Nuggets to get a good test, and I want them to pass the test in yeah. the first. And playing against Rudy Gobert, playing against Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards, like those three guys are good players, right? Those are like playoff caliber play in the rest of the rest of the playoffs. But I think if they can roll over the Wolves, it'll for them and everyone will like start putting denver on the map because this year everyone's talked about you know denver really good regular season team let's see if they could put it together in the playoffs because the narrative all season has been buck celtic so the two teams need to be yeah and two teams and we just haven't really seen a lot of nuggets like i think a lot everyone has just kind of just glossed over the last half of their season now they did go on a little bit of a slide and that's true um but they still have the best player, second best player in the league, arguably. And that player elevates his teammates every single game. Yeah. And I think that can't be that can't be discredited. Um, so See, I, I think oh, what were we gonna say? Well, so I think I think you're I think they're on the map. I don't think they're on the map if they beat the Timberwolves, or if they even if they sweep them. I okay. think it's the next series that is going okay. to be the one for them because it's okay. either going to be the Suns or the Clippers. Yep. And either way, that one I think is going to be bigger because that one totally. is mono mono Jokic versus Kawhi, Jokic versus KD. So yeah. I think I, I think I don't know if really the basketball world would be too impressed or the public world would be too impressed, even if they sweep them. Okay. Even if none of them are close because no one like the Timberwolves are just so like gross. Like, yeah, no one. I mean, you, saw the, you saw the play-in game against the Lakers, dude. That was no. the one of the worst basketball games I've ever seen. Like and that, so that doesn't help the Nuggets at all in, yeah, in terms totally. of just how people like, view them. Yeah, no, you're totally right. I, I get your perspective for sure. I, I just, the, I guess, what I was meant by saying that is like if they get taken to six games, 
then it'll like confirm yes, everyone. That's like, a good point. That's doubt a good point. on on the on the Nuggets, but like obviously Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon and Ish Smith, all these guys. I I like. I think they're gonna beat them in like four or five. I'll say five. I, I think there's gonna be a game where Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert and Pat like just shoot forty percent um, from three, but. I also actually we could we could note this Ant's short, uh, elbow his shooting yeah, elbow yeah. messed up. Um, he that. had a better, he had a better second playing game than the first one. It just bums me out, man. I can we have a little bit of a therapy session here about the Timberwolves? <laughs> they were so promising, man. They had D'Angelo Russell, they had Vanderbilt, they had Pat Bev. I mean, Bill Simmons yeah. talks about it all the time, but that oh. Gobert trade is going to go down as one of the worst in NBA history. Yeah, especially when he punched Kyle Anderson. Um, I think, like, I love Anthony Edwards in our in our uh, restart draft. Probably a stupid pick on my part, but okay. I love Anthony Edwards. Like, he's so dynamic, and I'm sad that he's hurt, like, a little bit. Like, he doesn't get to show as much um, in this playoff series because I think he would, like, if he was fully healthy, man, I think he'd give the Nuggets a, a show. Like, I don't think they'd win, but it would still be closer and – he would be putting up 35 a night just because I don't think they got, unless Aaron Gordon just D's him up. Like they don't have anyone who has the girth and the strength to stop Anthony Edwards because he's a freight train. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's kind of all I've got on this series. Like I think, I think Nuggets in five. All right. Let's go to the East. Uh, best series in my opinion is Knicks Cavs four or five matchup. I'm actually really excited for this. It's got a really, it's got kind of the, Mitchell revenge series almost exactly. because there was like free agency and trade rumors for Mitchell going to the Knicks. Um, I wrote down, I really believe that. I mean, these are my two notes on this for the Cavs side. It's a Mitchell revenge series. He is the best player in this series and Mitchell? he needs to prove it. Yes. Donovan Mitchell is the best player in the series and he needs to prove it on the Knicks side. I really like Brunson. I think Brunson could go toe for toe, toe, toe to toe. Yeah. Toe to toe. <laughs> Okay. with uh Mitchell oh yeah that's why I, I wrote down like if Mitchell is the best player in the series he needs to prove it mm -hmm. he needs to be better than Brunson but for the Knicks side I really think the key is Randall I think he needs to be productive because the Cavs have the ability to shut him down yeah like we talked he about healthy he's like kind of hurt right now true true so. that's why I think they need I just wrote down that they need something out of him they need yeah. if it's if it's Brunson versus the Cavs it's it's over Totally. No, so, and I, I don't know. That's just the Cavs with, with, with Mobley, with Jared Allen, like they have the ability to just lock down the paint. Mm -hmm. Randall needs to, they need something out of him. So that's what I got. I hear you there. I, it's a shame that Randall's hurt. Like Randall unlocks a lot of pop possibilities and options for, for the Knicks, right? Like, He's really good defensively. You can that's a body you could throw at Mobley. That's a body that you could throw at uh Jared Allen if it's like a switchable screen. Like obviously it wouldn't be the primary defender, but he could switch on to him and be fine. I think the biggest X factor is RJ Barrett. Yeah, that's he, that's probably true. Because I'm I'm at a point where I believe that Jalen Brunson is a top three point guard in the league. Top five, maybe. Wow, maybe, top dude, three. Dude, like come on, that's like Steph. Now nah, you're right. Is, top five. Is Luca SGA? I mean Okay. Top five. He's probably fifth. Okay. Fair. Dane. He's up there, dude. Like, I, he makes everyone better, man. He's like Jokic. Like, that's just a true position point guard. Like, he makes the right plays. 
he has incredible scoring ability from all three levels of the floor. Like he can get in the paint, he can get in the mid range and he can shoot threes. Um, I don't, I don't, dude, the one thing that the Knicks do have besides um, Brunson is they have a lot of like role players that are like really streaky, like Obi Toppin, yeah, Josh Hart. Um, they got a lot of dudes. They got a lot of dogs as well. Um, the Cavs have like the best defense in the league. Um, but they don't have as many. Mobley is still a little streaky on offense. Jared Allen's not an offensive center. Obviously Mitchell is great. And obviously Garland is great. But if like Jetty Osman or, uh, Isaac Okoro have bad series, like, you know, I could see, a, I could see the Knicks stealing a couple of games, maybe even at home in Cleveland. So I, if Randall can come back like by game four and be healthy um, and they're not already in like a two Oh three one, you know, hole at that point, like I think the Knicks have a shot. Like they really do have good players. They have a really awesome. Video. Um, and I think just having Brunson on your team when time slows down, especially like we saw this last year with the maps, like he, he beat the Clippers pretty much by himself because Luca was like battling injury. Um, yeah, man, Brunson, I think, is is going to be proving his worth even more this first round. So you're taking the Knicks? No, taking the Cavs. <laughs> you suck, oh, man. I do suck. I just love making the case for the other team. If if Randall, I would take the Knicks, probably. Okay, so Cavs and how much? Six. Cavs and six. All right, I have Cavs and six as well. I think Donovan Mitchell is too good, man. He's just too good. That's what I'm saying. He's the best, yeah. he's the best player in the series. You're right. You're right. I yeah. am really excited for that one though, because I think that one. If you're like Russ, this this is the series for you. This is yes. uh, defense. Yeah, yeah, this is a grit and grind series. Defense, good guards. Yeah, send send that to him, Sam. Yeah. Um. Yep. Uh, the series that we're, we're I'm watching on the TV right now. We have Sixers Nets. We got a live score update. Uh, it's a commercial it break. Commercial? I'll, I'll update you when it comes Classic. back. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I mean, Embiid's the best player in the series. Like, for the Sixers to win, you need – sorry, my internet's going out. Um, you need you need Embiid. It's got to be Embiid. Yep. Uh, Embiid has got to – has got to do it. I mentioned with the Lakers, and I said I was going to talk about it with the Sixers, that is – I mean, I, I've just watched a quarter. Mm-hmm. It's the biggest thing I'm noticing is, like, Harden and Embiid, they get to the line. Like, that's – yeah, that's how they score – um all right live score update sixers are up by 10 uh three minutes to go in the second quarter cool so yeah i mean i i just don't like i would love dude i think me and you were maybe we were texting about this the other day but i I have like scars about picking the sixers when we did this pod yeah when we did our first playoff preview pod in was that 20 was it 2020 no 21 21 yeah and then they lost to the hawks and i think mm-hmm. me and you and sam maybe picked them to win the east yeah um and it was like we were like their defense and Embiid, and they're deep they got a bench oh uh, yeah um so i still have scars but i i can't pick i i think the nets is a really cool idea like just let's just have a bunch of wings that are all the same i mean it was really funny looking at their team 
I mean, even with Claxton, I'm I'm watching them right now. They all look like if you were creating a player in 2K and just copy and pasted, yeah, the, like nine guys onto a team. I mean, they are all the just these like six eight wings. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they just don't have the talent. I mean, Bridges has been awesome, super awesome. fun to watch him kind of go yeah. off on his own. Dude. Yeah, and I think he's gonna be. I think he could be like a legit number two on a championship yeah. winning team. Totally. But you're going against Embiid who's yeah. a legit number one on a championship team. So totally. I'm going to go Sixers and five. Um, I think the Nets maybe steal one where MB doesn't get – he goes cold. Gets into foul trouble early or something. Yeah, and Bridges goes for 45. So Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think I'm going same pick as you in five, five games as well. I think just the the sheer elite eliteness of, of MB will just take them in this, in this series. Um, obviously, you can – Booked that with Harden too. I, I think I've given Harden a lot of crap in the last couple of years, but he led the league in assists this year. He's like that's that's an achievement um, to have the most assists in the NBA. Yeah, um, for sure. Especially when like you're not just throwing it like kick out threes to like a knockdown shooter. You're giving it to like your best player every time, right? You're just giving him be just feeding him the ball, and I think that that method will work in the playoffs just because of how amazing Embiid is and I want I want Tyrese Maxey to really shine in this series because this isn't even like a test for the Sixers like no. the test comes next next round against the Celtics but um yeah they they got to get comfortable and get their defensive roles and just everything locked down nailed down and look dominant against the the Nets to have a good chance against the Celtics but um yeah I uh, to your point about the Nets, though, I do love their team construction. Like it's having fun. Utah, it's just different. Yeah, having Bridges bring the ball up, kick it out to Utah Wantanabe or like Nick Claxton. They just got a bunch of yeah. dudes. I love I love Cam Johnson too. He's like one of my favorite players when he was on the Suns. Yeah, um, I love Cam Johnson. Dorian Finney Smith's really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, dude, DFS they're man, the Mavs. Love the they Mavs. They have a lot of like they have a lot of good players that are good, yeah. like good, they're solid pieces on teams. They just yeah, like if, if it was like 2K, they would all have like 80 overall ratings. But right. Like they're, they're just going to be have like an 87, and that's the right. Best <laughs> yeah, that's just kind of how they're. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't you can't win in the playoffs seriously in the playoffs when you don't have a 95 or a 93. Yeah. Totally. Um. Yeah. Are you? So you're going? You said sixes and five. In five. Okay. Yep. Uh, these last two, I'm gonna go both of the favorites in five as well. I, I said Celtics in five and Bucks in five just because I hate predicting sweeps. It's it's also hard to sweep in the NBA. It really is. Um especially because of the three point volatility in, in the modern day. Like totally. If like I don't know, the Hawks, for example, like Trey Young and uh what's his name? Uh Jonte Murray. Yeah, if they shoot forty percent from the three, like they could beat the Celtics, you know, totally. on any good night or Bogdan hit some threes. But like, yeah, that's just how it goes. So taking sweeps is tough, but yeah. I, I agree with you. The Celtics and the Bucks both um, are going to roll over their opponents. Yeah. I don't, I really want to spend a ton of time on them. Um, totally. Like you said, I, the East gets really interesting in rounds two and three, really interesting in rounds two and three. Absolutely. Uh, the West is more spread out. Like I think the West I think the West is definitely more interesting round one and then the East will surpass it in rounds two and three, but 
Maybe, man. I'm like Suns Nuggets is gonna be a fun one. I like, think you're, but I think Sixers. If it's Sixers Celtics round two, that'll be the best true. series. Yeah, that's sure. the best series for sure. I do oh. think that um, the the Kings, uh, Warriors, and Grizzlies Lakers part of the bracket. Any way it goes, yes, no matter what, yeah. no matter what, would be epic. Um, the, the NBA definitely wants Warriors Lakers. Oh my gosh, I'd be they're insane. drooling over Warriors Lakers. I that would be insane. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, I anything else you got to say? You want to move on to other other stuff? Yeah, yeah. So I just had a few other things. I think we can wrap it up. Like yeah. with, um, I mean, who's so? Who's your MVP pick? Uh, I, I have Embiid. Yeah, me too. I I think I I've looked at some of the advanced stats. I've looked at um, obviously I don't have an NBA vote. Um, well, we can have <laughs> our own. Yeah, I I know. I was just that was a joke. Um, we're not Rosillo. We don't no. spend forty hours a week, yeah, grinding NBA tape. Or we're not Bill Simmons and spend forty minutes a week writing <laughs> NBA tapes. Um, no, that was, that was a little jab. Um, and B just had he had a great season. So did Jokic and so did Giannis. But Giannis had a better team, and that's a negative that you can take away from from him. Just because the Bucks are good, because they have Brook Lopez, they have Bobby Portis, they have Middleton was eh, this year, but Drew Holiday had a breakout year. Not a breakout year, but he was awesome. Um, and Jokic, there's a little bit of voter fatigue, a hundred percent. I'm not going to say that he was more deserving than Embiid because he probably wasn't. Um, but I, I think just Embiid put together a really good year. Like every time he played, he was dominant. And yeah. every time that he was dominant, their team won. And like they had a really, really good year um, as a team. And he had a really consistent year. So I think there's just no other like if if he doesn't win it, like I feel that would be wrong. The last two years, I don't think he got robbed. I think Jokic rightfully won it. Um, yep. Agreed. But I think it would be OK. Like the last five years, if Yo- Embiid has two or uh, excuse me, Giannis has two, Jokic has two and Embiid has one. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah, um, I last five years. I do think, yeah, I think it's Embiid. I think Rosillo and Simmons were talking about this, and I actually do agree with them. Like, Giannis is still the best player. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's just, I don't know. That's just why I don't like MVP is because we, I don't know. I think that they've been talking, like, with all NBA stuff, too. Like, why don't we just rank the top 12 players or top 15 players? Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever you want to do. I, yeah. Giannis is the best player. And it's a shame that we count MVPs as well, but things. Like, but historically, that's been the, that's yeah. been the narrative around the MVP debate the whole time. Like LeBron would have 15 MVPs, yeah. right? Yeah. Like if that was how we did it. Same with Jordan. Yeah. Same with Kobe. Like Kobe only has yeah. two MVPs. Like yeah. he would, like Steve Nash went it over him for one year and he was averaging 17 points. Right. You know, no, but like, no. I don't know. I, I think that you have to take the value of the player into consideration. I think that's obviously what the award totally, is. Totally. Um, but you're right. It is pretty weird. Like that Giannis is the best player and yeah. not even, he's not even going to get second. <laughs> right. Um, my all NBA ballots. I think the forward and center is no on first team is no, no debate. I think it's Tatum, Giannis Embiid. Jokic yeah. is second team center. That's easy. Sabonis is obviously third team center. That's easy. Um, the guards, we have six incredible guards. 
for the six spots. Um, and I there's probably there's some others. Who's I the other one? Brunson. I knew you were going to mention Brunson. Yeah. Um, so good, man. I have I have SGA and Donovan Mitchell on first team. I have Luca and Steph on second team. Luca's tough to move to second team, but like this is one thing too. I don't really like how Simmons, like Bill Simmons, sometimes says like, "Oh, winning doesn't matter," or "Winning does matter." They didn't make the playoffs, and so I'm sorry. When 20 teams make the playoffs, if you can't make the playoffs, that's that's not good. Um, yeah. Steph, if he plays more games, he's probably on first team as well. Uh, and then same with Lillard. Lillard was my third team. De'Aaron Fox is my third team as well. De'Aaron Fox yeah. has an incredible season. Um, yeah, he has been awesome, dude. I, I'm really happy for him. Yep. Uh, my forwards, I have Jalen Brown and Jimmy Butler on second team. And I have Julius Randle, Lowry, Markkinen on third team. Markkinen, I just want to keep on there. Like he, man, remember when we had that pod in like December or January? Uh, yes. Just like about how great marketing was and he's kind of fallen off, but I think he's just been such a cool part of this season. I wanted to leave him on and, and give him a third all NBA team. So, yeah, I think, I don't really know who I would change. I, um, I think you, you really did a good job summing it up. I like having, I like having Dame there. Like, honestly, like I know Luca had a good season, but like, ah, oh, man, he, I feel I like he's, it's just he's, so, he's, it's so tough. Like, the whole Maverick situation, like they didn't even make the playoffs. Like I, I get it that, you know, Luca's amazing. Right. But like Brunson deserves this, this honor, or like, I think Drew holiday deserved it too. Like there's a lot of guys that you could, you could make a case for, for at least third team. Yeah. Um, but that's the, that's the beauty of, of the all NBA is it's, there's 15 guys and that's it. You know, there's, it's hard to pick the best 15 and that's what makes it an honor, you know, to yep. get picked. So I don't have any, any quarrels with your, 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 uh, all NBA. So I'm, I'm chilling with it. Sweet. Um, all right. I had a couple, just like, I saw some articles about talking NBA. So I wanted to ask you, um, your favorite first round matchup. I gotta think about this, dude. It's, it's gotta be out of the West hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, dude. I I think the Grizzlies Lakers is because okay. the reason I say that is because I believe it has the potential to go the longest. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the most likely outcome for the Warriors series is that the Warriors wins, like like quickly, not necessarily too quickly, but like has a good firm grip on the series, has has it under control. I could see the Lakers and Grizzlies like the control shifting from one side to the other game to game. Um, so that'll be interesting. But like if LeBron or AD gets hurt, goes down, like then it's different. But uh, yeah, my, my pick is the Grizzlies Lakers. I'm going to go Kings Warriors. Um, that's the one I maybe, maybe that's just because I'm a little bit more casual NBA fan than you, but that's the one like tonight it's on at six 30, I think tonight. And like, that's the series that like me and my buddies are like, what's we're going to go watch that game or we're like, yes, we're going to gather together to watch that game. Um, yeah. And to me, that says something like if you have friends that are going to get together and watch yeah. playoff games, you're, you're not going to get together to watch Celtics Hawks, No, <laughs> but no. you're going to go out or get together to friends to watch Kings Warriors. Yeah. So um, yeah, that that's mine. Let's go. 
I like this one. We we had Shane, we had the exact same first round picks. So yeah, that's not great. No. Um so well, what 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 I let's, get a, I'll get bold. No yeah, problem. Let's say what's our what's our boldest prediction? And I think it should it should have to go against what we picked. Yeah, Knicks. Knicks. 100%. Okay. I think, um okay, yeah. I think I think the Knicks like they have the best shot at upsetting a higher seed. Um even the like the only 3 or 4 that you can look at. Actually no, that's not true. I guess the Warriors are a lower seed. Um but yeah, I think I think the Knicks. Knicks could win in 6, Knicks could win in 7. Um okay. but I'll, yeah. I'll go uh I'll go Clippers. Okay. I know I like Kawhi takeover, man. said the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I think we like maybe uh, CP3 or KD is not completely healthy. Aiden struggles again, like he did against the Mavericks last year. And yeah, yeah, Kawhi. Yeah. I think that's maybe that's the bold take is like Kawhi is way better than Kevin Durant. Like not way, but he's convincingly better than Kevin Durant. Yeah. Playing better than Kevin in the series. And we're just like, oh, Kawhi's the best player in this series. Totally. So that'll be mine. Um, we've done this, I think, every pod. I'd it'd be interesting to go back throughout the season and listen, but finals prediction. I would go. I'm I'm looking at the playoff bracket right now, looking at the routes. What's the most likely route for each team to you know get to the finals? I think the Bucks in the East is was a lock for me. And I don't know, man. The second round matchup, Nuggets Suns, is going to be such a heavyweight. Hey, no, or Nuggets Clippers. I don't think it's going to be the Clippers. <laughs> um, um, if it's the Clippers, then I think the Nuggets will win. Because I do think that the screw it, man. One seats, Nuggets Bucks. I'm doing it. I love Jokic. He's so good. He's going to prove everyone wrong this year. It's going to be great. Um. Super teams don't work. Everyone knows that. Um, so sorry, Kevin Durant. You have to wait another year. Another thing. Another thing. The Heat did not win the championship the year LeBron got there. They won the next year. Okay. So the okay. playoffs. You know. That's my pick. I'll go. Bucks Warriors. Ooh. You're betting on Wiggins. Yeah. Okay. Betting on Wiggins. I like yep. that. Yep. All right. That's- yeah. I think that's what I'm going to go with right now. Okay. That, that could definitely change. Lock it in. I hope I hope the Kings win first game. And then you're going <laughs> to shut up. <laughs> <You're gonna cry. laughs> All right. Uh, Shane, we'll do this again soon. Like I said, maybe maybe next weekend. Uh, yeah. When, when I'm in town. So, sweet. Thanks. Can't wait to see you, man. I can't wait. Watch some baseball, watch some basketball. And, uh, Have fun watching the games tonight. It's going to be fun. Thanks, bro. You too. All right. Catch you later. Later.